Hey, what kind of a doctor are you? Me? I'm the unlicensed one. So it's time for session three, and I thought it would be rather interesting to switch roles a little bit, and I can tell you a few things about doctor problems. Now, I have doctor problems, my doctor friends have doctor problems, so I thought it'll be only appropriate to bring up the problems of doctors, if you get what I mean. <laughs> so uh, let me start by sort of airing out my grievances. So my main issue with the medical system is the administration and the fact that I have to fight really hard to try and get my license, which I can't seem to get, and I'm stuck in all those bureaucratic loops. So that, as I mentioned, the first episode is my biggest issue at the very moment. However, I have friends that also have um, perhaps um, bigger issues or harder problems to deal with. And I would like to bring up my first example, which is um, a Canadian doctor. Let us call him Dr. Maple Goose. And Dr. Maple Goose um, graduated from a European university and went back to Canada. Now, in Canada, in order for Dr. Maple Goose's uh, education to be approved, he had to uh, complete a specific course. Now, this course cost about, well, it wasn't really a course even, I think it was a kind of like a, an exam, but regardless, so he had to complete this thing that cost like around 3,000 Canadian dollars. Now, uh, once that was completed, he was kind of approved for his education and could start applying for work. But in order to apply for work, he had to apply as an international student rather than a Canadian student, even though Dr. Maple Goose was Canadian originally. Now, this might not be so bad, but in order to apply for a job, and that is just to apply for the job, nothing more or less, like there's no guarantee you'll get an interview, Dr. Maple Goose had to pay around, I think, was it $35 or $65 per um, application? Regardless, it was somewhere between $30 to $60 per application. And as you can imagine, if you're applying to many spots, that adds up to quite a bit of money. Not to mention that Dr. Maple Goose had to take out some money in order to study in Europe. Overall, I think... He succeeded in solidifying one interview. However, this interview was not one-on-one. -on -one. This interview was part of a giant group interview where there were around 64 applicants and maybe four positions. And I think they had about two days to sort of intermingle with one another. And um, I guess the hospital would end up choosing four of them to do their practice and uh, specialization. So as you can imagine, that is quite a lot of competition and no guarantee that you will be able to use your medical knowledge at the hospital. Also quite the money suck. Now, Dr. Maple Goose um, had a really difficult time doing that and I think he continued doing some further exams in order to try and establish himself in uh, the States. Now, there was another doctor, um, the Curly Beaver, and Dr. Curly Beaver uh, left to another country as opposed to staying in Canada in order to uh, start work and start, you know, uh, solidifying his license and all of that good stuff. And I mean, that's perfectly fine. But um, I have some other friends um, working in 
UK and Ireland and all that stuff where uh, Dr. Curly, oh God, now I keep mixing up the names, <laughs> the Curly, Curly Beaver um, uh, is. And uh, the thing is that those places tend to really, from what I heard from the doctors, again, they're fantastic people, wonderful. It's not only Dr. Curly Beaver, but also um, Dr. Uh, Slavic Stork <laughs> that have uh, issues in the UK. And I mean, they are absolutely overworked. They're fantastic doctors and the administration requires so much time of them. Sometimes they do three on calls, four on calls in a row. Um, no personal time if there is an emergency, like a family emergency. Uh, everything is very limited. They have to use their, how do you say, their vacation days to study for exams in order to pass and uh, proceed further on in their education or to even go for any further interviews. Like, it's all very limited. They don't have so much free time and everything's very constrained. Um, I mean, obviously, you might say, well, if you're a doctor, you should, you know, expect that this is your life. Like, you're a slave to the hospital system. And I think that's really sad because a lot of the hospitals, at least the way I see it, are starting to be run more like businesses rather than hospitals. There's not a lot of doctors in those administrative positions. And I've seen that a lot in other countries, in Europe. Not to mention that I was recently on Reddit and I was reading some articles and basically somebody um, in the comment section pointed out that sort of the Achilles heel of the doctor is self-sacrifice. And that I noticed when I worked at the hospital myself. It is insane how doctors let things slide in, in order not to affect the patients. I mean, I had some colleagues that would work four hours overtime and just not report it. And I was the exact same way. Like, I would not uh, let the administration know that I worked four hours extra because I'm like, ah, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, I just had to finish all those extra things. And, um, and it adds up. It does add up. And I think at the end of the day, sometimes it's not even appreciated. I'm like, if you try to... Uh, how they say, add it in your pay and say that you deserve this money, they might say, well, don't stay overtime, like we can't afford to pay you and whatnot. At the same time, I had um, a colleague, like a friend from England and uh, her working at the hospital, you were expected to stay at least two hours extra and not ask for pay. And it was a bit of a faux pas to ask for pay, like extra pay for you staying overtime. And at the end of the day, she felt like there was just no time to do anything else because when you're supposed to finish let's say at four you end up staying until six I mean by the time you get home it's already seven and then you have to almost go to bed because you have to wake up so early to take care of stuff not to mention that if there's on calls and I have a f I think that that doctor and another one quit and decided to do something else for a while because the sort of expectations were just too high and I think that's horrible, like, because the administration does know that issue with doctors wanting to take care of their patients and not wanting to let them suffer and instead uh, sort of self-sacrificing and they take advantage of them while they themselves don't really care or they don't have to care because they're not, you know, in the sort of healing positions that they're taking care of money and sort of overseeing uh, the hospital as if it was a business. Then there's other aspects which I find rather concerning because um, I tend to read a lot of Medscape and that's sort of like this 
um, medical website for doctors. And there are some articles there about a lot of doctors, especially in the States, suffering from depression and anxiety. And a lot of them refuse to report it or get help for it because if they do and they get found out, they can get fired. Again, is this really the sort of attitude um, the healthcare system wants to be showing to the populace? Because if you think about it, if a doctor can't get help for psychiatric issues and they have to hide it, I mean, how does that make the regular population feel? I mean, as a doctor, that should be the profession that sort of understands these issues and tries to treat them and tries to get better at them, not having to hide them. Uh, so I think overall, the administration is kind of strangling and holding on to what is medicine. Not to mention that I think doctors could be very creative. Of course, I understand the need for rules and regulations and to follow certain protocols in order to have a same level of treatment all around. However, I think medicine does require some creativity and doctors to be a little... Um, to think a little out of the box in order to diagnose certain diseases and not be afraid to sort of uh, take issues into their own hands and to take responsibility, which is another thing I really much noticed when I worked at the hospital, that there was this fear of not wanting to take responsibility. Like, for example, in psychiatry, if somebody cut themselves, I was not really allowed to suture them. I had to call an orthopedic surgeon to come in and suture them. Which was very embarrassing because they always made fun of psychiatrists not being able to do anything. However, we were really much restricted from doing that because the idea was that like, oh, if something happens and they would be like, oh, why didn't you call the orthopedic surgeon? But again, I feel like doctors should be more holistic. They should be more hands-on. They should be more encompassing of medicine and to do more different things. And I don't think it's bad um, to do that. Like I think over-specialization can be quite the hindrance instead of help because then you're dependent on always calling for specialists when you yourself could handle the small things. Uh, so that is just my sort of take on it. I feel like there's a lot of um, issues and a lot of injustice, especially for the resident doctors that are just coming into the system and sort of being sort of crushed and used by it because um, the administration kind of knows that they can get away with it and pay less money and have them do more work. Um, it was quite funny because I had some colleagues that were uh, laughing that nobody would take pro protesting doctors seriously. I mean, they might take nurses and other hospital staff seriously about not getting enough pay, but uh, they'll probably just laugh at doctors <laughs> uh, protesting and trying to earn more money or get more recognition from the hospital. But, um, I mean, that's how things are. And I think as a doctor uh, or a medical professional, I think it's very hard to rise up and try to change these things because you're either taking care of patients or you're sort of in the zone and not really, how do you say, um, you don't have the energy to sort of fight the system that well, especially if like others around you are, are tired and uh, eager to help um, uh, patients. And I think it's very easy to get lost in that and get a lot of uh, anxiety and to be overworked and uh, not to say underappreciated, but just unable to make a difference that you want to do. Uh, so my take in this uh, little session is that uh, I think there should be an overhaul in the medical system. I think uh, there should be more power given back to the doctors and less to the administrative staff. And it should be organized differently than a business. 
how that should be, um, I think is up to debate. I think that more different uh, systems you have in place, the more choices also is available to the patients. So I think um, it is something that uh, doctors should go by uh, the populace that they're in. So that is just uh, my two cents on the issue. And uh, next time I'll be back with a session concerning a medical topic. So uh, you don't have to uh, listen to me um, bring up the doctory problem issues and instead talk about medical problems. Well, I hope you are going to be having a good day. And if you do have a topic that you want me to discuss, do send it at the unlicensed doctor at gmail.com. That's the unlicensed doctor with two D's in the middle at gmail.com. Thank you and have a great day.